Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Boy, oh boy, is it ever time for Critical Thinking. I'm Andrew Coppins. Welcome into a brand new edition of the show. Obviously, I am flying solo if you're watching on Rumble, uh, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Thank you so much for everybody who watches the show. Thank you for everybody who downloads the podcast, listens, and interacts with the show every single day. You can follow me on social media. I am at the Coppin Show. We have a lot to get into on today's episode. Um, but first and foremost, obviously, Pat is not here. Um, we had hinted his wife had uh, had the Rona. Um, Pat has not been feeling well, um, overnight, so, um, we're going to give him the grace and the, uh, the deference to get healthy and get better. So prayers, thoughts, um, all of that wonderful goodness going his direction. Um, you know, obviously you never know with, uh, with COVID where things are going to go. Uh, but, um, most people, um, rebound well. Um, but I've been in contact with him. He's in good spirits and, um, just tired from a night full of hot, cold, all of that wonderful goodness that comes with a fever um, that won't break yet. Um, so hopefully we'll have him back later this week. If not, um, you know, expect him back next week. And then I will be flying solo the rest of this week. This is still a truth or fiction Tuesday. And we might adjust the the, the Friday show a little bit later, but we're going to do all the things that we normally do uh, with the exception of uh, not the B and Babylon B, obviously the B or not the B. We're not going to be doing that. Um, that would be ridiculously stupid of myself. Um, but whatever shall we talk about on this Truth or Fiction Tuesday? We have a lot to get into. And and some of the stuff I was going to talk with Pat about. And I think it's it's important that we get a chance to talk about this as well. So... The number one story out there has to be 
former President Donald Trump, his Mar-a-Lago home raided by the FBI yesterday. Now, we are starting to get some more detailed information out, um, and I find some of the fact that this stuff got leaked out so quickly highly entertaining and highly disturbing at the same time. So that's where I want to start with this. So what do we know? Well, we know this, that at about 9.30 in the morning, plainclothes FBI officers <clears throat> who security at Mar-a-Lago likely believed to be uh, Secret Service showed up, executed a search warrant at Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. He is not there. He is in New York City at Trump Tower right now. Um, so three attorneys of his were able to show up during this raid. They took numerous boxes. They broke into a safe. They did all of this stuff. And immediately, my mind, and I'm going to be honest, jumped to number number one. Really, the FBI needs to raid the former president of the United States of America. Here we go down the road of indictment. And then number two was, wait, wait a second. What, what actually are they looking for? Because, you know, I, I've kind of straddled. I've seen both sides of law enforcement in my life. I've seen the positive side. I've seen a great example or two or three or four of how good cops and good law enforcement works. And then I have seen the worst of the justice system in America, in my own life, not just uh, somebody's anecdotal evidentiary um, situation. Um, and I, I don't want to go into all the details of it. Um, I don't think it's all that relevant. Just know that I have seen the worst. I have seen the best. And I have seen everything in between. And so I don't want to jump to conclusions. I don't want to get onto that jump to conclusions, Matt, from office space. I don't. So I want to know what they're looking for, what they're attempting to find. And then I got really angry last night because this bullshit should not be happening on any level. There's some culpability for Donald Trump and his um, handling of things. But what did we find out, according to the New York Times, who found out about this at uh, <clears throat> approximately five minutes after the FBI was finished and decided to leak the information, which should tell you what? This is political in nature. Why are you leaking this story to the New York Times if this is really about justice? What were they looking for? Allegedly, <clears throat> quote-unquote, top-secret classified documents for the National Archives that um, were either mistakenly or on purpose, purposefully taken when Donald Trump and his team left the White House. We are talking about 
a half a dozen, maybe a dozen alleged boxes of <clears throat> classified information. Um, I have a bunch of questions when it comes to this. And I'm going to preface this by saying, if Donald Trump and his team, when they moved from the White House to Mar-a-Lago, took actual classified documents that they had no business bringing into the private sector, they're wrong. Why is it taking them seven, eight, nine months to return those documents? Why? That is a very legitimate question. I don't think the answer is something that the FBI would like you to know. And here's why I think that. And so we're going to start here. Why is the FBI raiding the home of Donald Trump for classified documents in a fight between the National Archives and Donald Trump's team? Couldn't this be just simply settled by bringing the documents or bringing the boxes in question and showing whether or not there are documents there that need to be returned and documents that don't need to be returned go back to Mar-a-Lago? Why are these two sides not sitting in a room? Why, by the way, did we find out that starting in May, they impaneled a grand freaking jury, a grand jury, which then authorized this warrant, which was executed yesterday. I've never once in my entire life heard of this. Not once. We've heard stories of shenanigans of the Clintons and things that they allegedly stole or didn't steal from the White House as they left in a tizzy over the fact that George W. Bush became the president of the United States of America in 2000. Whether or not any of it is true, we don't know. We've heard staffers having taken documents and done this and done that and you know, stole all the W keys off of the keyboards. Ha, 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 ha. Was Hillary Clinton raided? Was there a grand jury impaneled to return those precious documents? No. Not one bit. Now, prior to even this story coming out, Pat and I on this very show have talked to you about Merrick Garland being the most political hack to have ever, and I mean ever, executed the office of attorney general in this country's history. To think that this man could have, this is, 
maybe something that people are not thinking about, but I want you to think about this. Merrick Garland is directly, he's the one who signed the warrant, by the way. This could have been signed by anybody in management of the FBI, anybody involved in this case at any point in time. This could have been signed off on. But Merrick Garland, what did Merrick Garland do? Personally made sure to sign this. Okay. Why? This is either a personal vendetta because I got scuttled for being a Supreme Court nominee, or this is some third world banana republic bullshit in which we now are watching the weaponization of our Justice Department against political enemies of not just the White House, but the very person in charge of the Justice Department. Because let's not forget that it was Donald Trump who basically scuttled Merrick Garland. Why? Because he made it very clear on the campaign trail heading into the 2016 election that he was going to do what? Work from a very specific list of nominees. Merrick Garland didn't get anywhere near the Supreme Court because of that. So is it a personal grudge here? Because I can't figure out how we weaponize the Department of Justice, how Merrick Garland has his hands all over this shit. And it's not politics. So I want to go a number of ways here on Truth or Fiction Tuesday. But I'm going to start with the Banana Republic part of this because I firmly believe that this is the finest example. This is not Watergate. This is not the FBI raiding the Nixon campaign because they committed actual felonies in the commission of an election to steal to alter, to change an election. This isn't even what the Democrats are trying to do across this country when it comes to the money trail of the election, where they're literally attempting to fund all of the opponents that they think they can beat, except for they haven't beaten any of them to date when they've used that strategy. We have the Democrats literally deciding and picking and choosing and being puppeteers monetarily of the winners and losers of the other side's primary. Dirty ass pool as it gets. But as dirty as that is, is it illegal? No. Not unless you are directly funding those campaigns. You see what's happening here is Pritzker and um, other people, the governor here in Illinois, and doing all these other things, right? What they're doing is they're taking their own personal money, funneling it to other accounts that give it to the Democrats. It is a giant shell game, a giant shell game. Give it to the Democratic Governors Association, who then attacks Darren Bailey here 
or then then attacks um the I think it was Richard Allen or whatever um the 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 lead uh, Republican who happened to be a former mayor of Aurora and be black, so he is a absolute threat to J.B. Pritzker in the general election. That's one thing. But what we are watching here, as I understand the details and as they've been leaked, is absolute weaponization for political gain. Now, whether you believe that this would do good or bad for the Democrats is irrelevant here, right? Because, okay, so you think that, okay, this is going to ensure that Donald Trump wins or or is going to definitely run and then win in 2024, right? Whether you believe that to be the truth or not is irrelevant at this point in time. Absolutely 100% irrelevant. What is relevant is that as we have talked about on this program before, one side is playing by a constitutional set of rules. The other side doesn't give a shit about playing by those same set of rules. I don't know how many times I need to play the the woman who flat out says, I don't care about the Constitution. I don't care about the old-ass document. I want, I want, I want. Right? This is the FBI settling political scores on behalf of other things. This is the FBI being weaponized to settle political scores. I will say this about the right. I don't know how you haven't figured this out over the last, I don't know, 20 years. See, Shame on you for assuming that the left wouldn't do this to you. Shame on you for not understanding that the FBI, the local cops, the entire apparatuses of government would be weaponized against regular people let alone politically active individuals. Shame on you for not understanding as you were supposed to be watching the <clears throat> prosecutions of January 6th rioters, kingpins, and whatever you want to call them. And not actually paying attention to things like Julie Kelly are, is reporting the indefinite holding without charges, the absolute disregard for the Constitution of the United States of America? Shame on you for not paying attention to what the other side is capable of and has showed you time and time and time again they're more than willing to do. So I want to take the reaction of Dan Bongino going forward here because Dan Bongino had an interesting uh, little segment on Jesse Kelly's program last night on Fox News. And I want to play a little bit of truth or fiction with these um, statements. 
that we're going to hear um, on today's show. So that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to take a look at Dan Bongino and, and what he had to say. Let's go to Dan Bongino, the host of Unfiltered on Saturday nights. Dan, your quick emotional reaction. I think everyone's a little emotional here uh, about this raid. Yeah, I mean, you think this is some third world bullshit right here. Let me say it again. Third world bullshit. I mean, every word of that. I don't care that it's cable news. I was a federal agent. I raised my right hand. And I swore to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. And I love this country. This is a freaking disgrace. A disgrace. We don't live in Cuba. We don't live under Kim Jong-un. We live in a constitutional republic, a representative democracy. You have a bunch of FBI agents raiding the home of a former president because they don't like his politics. Are you kidding me? So. I don't want to take the third world bullshit statement because I've already made that statement here on the show. This is some third world bullshit because there are ways that you could have easily handled this quote unquote indiscretion without going the route of grand jury, FBI, whatever. Because here's the other thing that we don't know about this grand jury. Is it still active? Number one, two, um, if you don't understand what a grand jury can do, is it can investigate anything at any point in time when you allege criminality. We have no idea if this grand jury is also looking into Trump for January 6th or this or that. We are assuming that the FBI leak to the New York Times about these uh, classified documents to the National Archives is, is what we're talking about. This is some third world bullshit if that is what they are doing. It really is. But I want to take the last part of this and I want to discuss is this political? Right? And I think I've hinted at I believe this is a little bit potentially politically motivated. But can you prove it? This has always been the rub, rub with the Clintons, right? We, we have never been able to play the game of using the FBI, of using this, of using that, of using the tools and levers of power in which we, quote unquote, on the right or, or whatever you want to call it, have at our disposal when we have them. Never. And you want to know why? Because these tools and levers were never in the hands of justice, they've been in the hands of political hacks in not the grunt people, not the people on the ground who executed this search warrant, but the people in the middle, upper, full-on management, Chris Ray. He couldn't answer last week why symbols like the Gadsden flag or or other symbols are somehow now not patriotic, but um, if you have them, you show them, you insinuate around them, you are an automatic extremist in this country. And the FBI better be looking into you. Why those documents exist? What about the uh, Black Fist of Power, right, from Black Lives Matter? Do we see that on the list? Nope. Do we see... 
Um, the the radical trans activists? No. Do we see the uh, pro-abortion Jane's Revenge crowd who literally have committed political violence on that list? No. We see Chris Ray doing what? Paying lip service to, well, well, we'll look into those people too. It ain't hard to find them. Have any of them been prosecuted? Have any of them been brought to justice? Have any of them been even arrested? No. Why? Why? Because mm, more politics. This is a slope that if political in nature brings us right into Venezuela, right into Chinese communist bullshit, this brings us into a place that I don't know that we can come back from. I don't. Now, Dan Bongino also goes in to talk about something that um, was explosive on Twitter yesterday from the right wing, and I, and I want to bring your attention to that. You've spent this whole show, Jesse, and I've spent my entire time either on Fox or on my podcast exposing the left for claiming Russia interfered in an election as Hillary Clinton played, paid off a bunch of foreign agents, her team literally to fabricate a story that occupied the nation for four years. What's she doing right now? Getting a manicure in freaking Chappaqua. She's not doing squat. Nothing. Hunter Biden is having sex on tape while doing crack, while doing crack. And what is he doing? He's living in a Malibu mansion. And yet the president, the former president, who whether you agree with him or not on his claims about the election, whether you agree or not, we still live in a country where you are allowed to challenge an election. There's even a process. The ECA, the Electoral Count Act, you may not like it. But it's a process. All right. So to this point here, okay, to his point about Hillary Clinton, to his point about Russia, 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 to the point that he is making here, the, the, the point is correct in that there are two sets of rules, apparently, right? Two sets of rules, one for the left and one for the right. Okay. We know what those rules are now, right? And Pat and I, especially myself, have been telling you for months now that they don't play by the same set of rules. In fact, I've talked about this for almost two years at this point. They do not play by the same set of rules as you and I do. They haven't been doing so for a very long time. You have some culpability. And by you, I mean the we must vote for the Republicans. Once they're in power, they'll fix it. You, I mean Donald John Trump. Because you made these very claims heading into the 2016 election and since then. And what did you do about the FBI? What did you do about the bureaucracy? What did you do about the Department of Justice in which you are their freaking boss? What did you actually do to fix the problem? 
So while I believe this statement from Dan Bongino to be true, this comparison, Russia, 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 Hunter Biden, crack Russian hookers, compromise situation, all of it is true. But we have had example after example after example after example of example of example for 20 plus years of small amounts of the weaponization turning and the volume getting turned up on that weaponization of all the levers of the institution of government, the institution of the Justice Department being weaponized for political gain. And what did you do about it when you had the power to do something about it? The answer is bupkis. You refused to bust the unions of bureaucracies within the government. You refused to do much of anything when it came to the VA. You couldn't even handle, well, uh, oh, uh, oh my God, the union, they have a union. At this point in time, do you understand the game that's being played on you? Do you understand the game that they are willing to play? They're not just playing dirty, they're playing for freaking keeps. They're playing for worldview domination. This is your liberty versus their democratic socialism of America. This is Spirit of the age shit against the light of God in his natural rights, your personal freedom and liberty. You know, I have it down here in my notes. Yesterday, we talked about the IRS and the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act, which included 87,000 new positions at the IRS. They have 78,800 and some odd employees currently. They're going to more than double. By the way, we don't even have like, I don't know, 870 billionaires, right? This is about the billionaires and people paying their fair share. Do you know which state, by the way, has the most audits? Mississippi. Mississippi. The poorest state in the union. How the hell is that a thing? And the other thing with the IRS, real quickly here. They're willing to weaponize, hire 87,000 more people. There are two answers to this. Be prepared, right? Be prepared to be next in line. 
Be prepared. If you're going to speak politically, if you're going to act, if you are going to be active against the spirit of the age, against the, the Democrat Socialists of America crowd, the, the Barney Sanders crowd, whatever, right? The, the AOC crowd. If you're going to be active against them, understand they're coming for you at some point in time. And guess what? The IRS laws are so, and the statutes are so freaking vague that they're going to get you one way or the other. Or they're going to bankrupt your ass in the process. And it could be over 750 bucks. I know people who have, oh, well, it's not $75,000. It'll be $750 that you actually owe us. Meanwhile, you've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars of manpower, hours, attorneys, all of the stuff to, to fight the audit, right? That's coming your way. Why are they hiring 87,000? Why? Why? It ain't to... <clears throat> clean up and and find the nooks and crannies so that we can get the revenue. Folks, last year, we as Americans gave more to the government in funding than we have ever, ever before in the history of this country. What? We need more? Oh, because you want to spend more and your MMT bullshit doesn't work. See, modern monetary theory is a theory. It has failed to work in practice anywhere. And Stephanie Kelton, if you're listening or anybody in your circle happens to be listening, I would love for you to come onto this show and prove to me how your theory works in practice at any point in time, anywhere in the world, anywhere, in business, in government, anywhere. SoftBank. Oh, you mean real uh, WeWork and, and Uber that's still bleeding money? Um, oh, weird. At some point in time, a business and at some point in time, a government has to balance or spend less than it takes in. That's the freaking reality of the situation at hand. But they're willing to do this to you. 87,000 IRS agents. That's not even an agent per billionaire. That's like a thousand agents per billionaire. They're selling you a bill of goods. Hopefully you understand that. But if they're willing to do that to you, if they're willing to hire 87,000 new IRS agents, the only other way to combat this besides being prepared is to, in mass, refuse to fill these 87,000 new seats. Yeah, no, I'm not going down that road. I am not doing this to my fellow Americans. I refuse to tear this country apart any further. I refuse to do 
more damage. Because what we've actually been fighting for here on this show, as we critically think through all the news and views of the day, is what? Sewing the fabric back together through liberty. That's the point of my other podcast. That's my point of reviving liberty, is to give you the steps, the blueprint to re-engage and redo liberty within yourself, your own lives, and your community. Because that's the only way to do this. But we don't have six years. We don't have 60 years to reverse all of the institutional rot. We don't have it. That's very clear. They're about to weaponize every aspect of your life against you. Whether you are the saintest of saints or the biggest of sinners. I want you to understand this. You could be the most saintly individual, do everything, cross all of the T's, dot all of the I's, never hire a CPA, never get creative, and they will get your ass if they want to. Because it is about bending the freaking knee. It is about making you bend to their will or else. And it's Donald Trump is their example to all of us. If you do not get in line with us, if you do not toe the line of the spirit of the age, if you do not want the fundamental transformation of America, we will make you submit. That is what we are up against. The only way to fight that right now is to refuse to submit, to refuse to fill the boots of the army, if you will, of that weaponization. To refuse. No. We are not doing this as Americans. No more. Not happening. Go bleep yourself. But too many people are going to chase the almighty dollar and say, screw it. I am hands off here. I'm just an auditor or hands off. I'm just a person pushing papers around. What, what do I have? I'm making a good deal. I get to you know have a roof over my head and feed my family and and two cars and vacations and and ninety thousand dollars in debt for that uh, RV that we use once or twice a year, right? Because status, I got status, I got status in the spirit of the age society, folks. You're the ministry of truth. It's either become the ministry of truth or not. Either we stop this right here, right now. Or not. Either we stop, either we as people, we as the American citizenry, stop and demand the FBI be disbanded at this point. And I'm not saying that lawlessness needs to happen. What I am saying is that we need to take the levers of power away from them. 
and we need to replace them with constitutional levers of power once again. Because we do know that man is sinful. We do know that at its nature, at its core, mankind is sinners. We are sinners. The only way to be vigilant of our, or to, to make sure that our sin is not manifest upon everybody else is that we are vigilant about our liberty. That it starts right here, me and you. I will not allow you to violate my liberty. That's it. Be confrontational about your liberty. No, 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 no. You don't get to do that to me without just cause. Have my actions violated your liberty? No. Then you don't get to do it to me. And you be confrontational about it in your community. You be confrontational about it. That doesn't mean violence. That means people understand you are not going to be messed with. That you are serious. That you understand who you are, what you're about, and the principles you stand for. And you're not going to be pushed around by anybody anymore. Because too often, the mealy-mouth, well, Merrick Garland, uh, collect your papers and get ready for investigation when the GOP wins in, in, in 2022. Because uh, Chris Ray and uh, Merrick Garland, you're going to get hauled in front of investigative committees and we're going to oversight your ass. Benghazi? Do, do I need to go any further? Do I need to go any further? But Bongino's got another point to make that I want to discuss. I have been I have paid due deference to the FBI for a long time, and a lot of listeners didn't like it because I work with some very good people over there who have since retired. The management of the FBI has now shredded any single shred sliver of credibility this agency had left. Nobody will take them seriously from this point on. It is over. You've heard the examples. Stone, Manafort, Cohen, over and over. Are they good guys? Are they bad guys? I don't know. I don't care. I don't know them. All I'm telling you is you cannot tell me we still live in a constitutional republic and not the freaking third world when you have Hillary Clinton paying foreign agents to interfere with an election, people lying under oath repeatedly, Hunter Biden doing crack on tape. And what happens? Where are the federal agents? They're not in Malibu. They're not in Chappaqua. They're in Mar-a-Lago. This is some third world garbage that happened tonight. And I'm telling you, the FBI management, here's a solution. Last thing. We have now got to win in 2022. You have no choice now, folks. Oh, we don't like the swampy Republicans. I don't like them either. Republicans may not be the solution to your problems, but Democrats are certainly the cause of all your problems right now. If there was ever a clarion call to remove your ass from the seat and go vote in 2022, this is it. All right. So I want to take that part of it. Right. So the solution is to vote for the GOP. How is that the solution? How? This is the part that Dan Bongino, that Glenn Beck, that others who have advocated this position over the last 24 hours don't understand. They are part of the problem. This isn't a, well, if we just clean the decks, if we if we clear the deck, right, 
of, of the Democrats, we put the Republicans in power, they're going to do something. We have given them the power to do something fiscally. We've given them power to do things correct. We have given them the power time and time and time again over the last 20 years. And time and time again, they've either stabbed us in the back, refused to do anything about it, or, well, if we go down this road, then um, there's no going back. Newsflash, there is no going back. They are not playing by the rules you want to play by anymore. Your million-mouth bullshit oversight means nothing. What are you going to do? Haul their ass in front of Congress and haul their ass in front of the Senate? Play it in prime time for the American people to do what? We did that to Hillary Clinton. She is a free woman. She is absolutely a free woman. And the the Hillary Clinton comparison here is the important comparison because it's not just that Hillary Clinton made up, paid foreign agents, and did the things she did in pursuit of a political win in 2016. It's not just that. It's that she has been able to get away with stealing classified documents, having servers outside of the, the the State Department, when she is the head of the State Department, when she is the Secretary of State of the United States of America, classified documents on private servers that are completely hackable. If Donald Trump, quote unquote, taking out or stealing or whatever you want to put that terminology as, documents in putting them in Mar-a-Lago is worthy of a grand jury investigation, is worthy of potential indictment, is worthy of all of these things, why hasn't the FBI played the same game with Hillary Clinton? It's politics, right? We understand this by now. But if you honestly sit here in front of a camera, on a microphone, on a podcast, on a TV show, on a radio show, wherever your voice gets broadcast and wherever it is seen. And want to tell me the solution is vote team GOP? You don't understand the stakes. You don't understand the problem. And you sure as hell don't understand the solution. Do I agree that getting the Democrats out of power is important? Yes. I understand that. But it's not about that. Mind you, if it were up to Lindsey Graham's of the world, Merrick Garland would be sitting on the Supreme Court of the United States of America right now. Right now. The biggest political hack in our nation's history would have the hands of Roe versus Wade, civil rights, all sorts of things that our government has or hasn't decided upon in his own hands. He'd have those decisions in his hands today. Think about that. If it were up to the Lindsey Grahams of the world, if it was up to the Millie Mouth Republicans of the world, yes, 
Part of the solution is get them out of power. But the solution, the real solution, is to stop giving them power. And by them, I mean the bureaucrats. I mean the government apparatus, period. We have given our lives, our liberties, our sacred honors, our fortunes to others. We are the solution. You see, when we have righteous indignation, when we have the side of the righteous and the good and the right on our side, and we decide to use our power, and we make it abundantly clear. And I want to tell a story real quick here before we go. And this is an important one that I didn't get into in last week's Reviving Liberty because I wanted you to be able to think through the framework of fellowship. But the Sons of Liberty really formed in the 1750s around the Stamp Act, right? Which was like anything that came in um, had to have a stamp on it. And you had to pay taxes and blah, 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 right? What did the people inside the Sons of Liberty do? Because they knew that that was an unjust, unright, unwell thing? What did they do? They didn't just demand representation for taxation. Hell no. They made the lives of those tax collectors and the people brought over by the British crown an absolute living hell. They wrote letters. They let them know they knew where they were. They let them know that they were watching. They harassed them as they attempted to do their jobs. They did the things that made those people think twice about even filling those positions. I'm not calling for violence. I'm not calling for the tar and feathering of the 1750s for shit's sake. But you want to fill one of those 87,000 positions? You damn well better believe I'm going to know who you are. We should know who you are. What state you are in. We, the people, have to be the vigilance. We have to say no more. You don't get to do this. You don't get to fill these positions. Oh, you're a uh, special agent in charge of this office. Okay. You step out of line, we're going to do something about it. And that something is we're going to make sure everybody knows that you are a political hack. And we're going to make your life an absolute 100% living hell. But Andrew, isn't that what you disadvocated for? When it came to Maxine Waters and, and blah, blah, blah. No. I said, we have to play by the rules of the Constitution until they don't want to play by those rules anymore. Once those rules, once they have thrown that rule book out, I think hopefully you understand this. Once they have decided that, hey, guess what? You guys want to play in that constitutional sandbox. We're going to use that constitutional sandbox against you. 
You shouldn't be using the constitutional sandbox. You should understand that that is the right and just thing to do. That is the right and just thing for our society to play by. Those are the right and just rules, right? The whole point of one of the things that we talked about about two weeks ago now with the top 10 sayings, one of the sayings of Jesus Christ is to turn the other cheek, right? But he was talking about somebody backhanding you with their right hand. In that day and time, turning the other cheek means they would have had to have slapped you with their left hand. And guess what? That's an unclean hand. And guess what? If they do that, they're the unjust, unright, unclean individual. You make them uncomfortable. You make them understand that you understand what they're up to. And then maybe by disavowing and making sure the Democratic Party has nowhere near power at any point in time, you sure as hell be vigilant over who the Republicans are putting in those positions of power. Because we've seen time after time after time these people unwilling, unwilling, Bill Barr. How the hell is Hillary Clinton not indicted? How? How is that freaking possible? Well, we, we, but we held hearings. What does that matter? There are no consequences. And guess what? Sometimes the consequences can be social pressure. Sometimes the consequences can be other things. We have learned that from the left. I, again, am not advocating violence in any way, shape, or form. I am advocating for confrontation. Because it is the only language the spirit of the age understands. If you understand what they understand, you fight them. You fight it. Otherwise, our liberty, this Republican experiment that is America and has been America, will be gone. And I don't think there's any greater example of that than... One president deciding to weaponize the levers of justice and power over something as trivial at the end of the day as this, when it could be simply hashed out behind the scenes, done, dusted, see you later. How many times have we seen this before? Okay, let's work with the lawyers to, to make sure that everything is taken care of correctly, and this could take a year or two or whatever. Instead, you impanel a grand jury. That grand jury was impaneled not for this. It was impaneled so that they could investigate Donald Trump and his team forevs in the hopes of disqualifying him and disqualifying others in the future from running. If you don't understand that this is not political this is worldview-level shit. If you don't understand that, I can't help you. And if you are unwilling to be active, to stand up and say, nah, I don't care if you disagree with me. I don't care if you call me an asshole. I don't care. I don't. Because I care too damn much about my liberty, about the liberty of others, and most importantly, about the Republican experiment that is the United States of America. I care too damn much. 
to be subjugated to this kind of bullshit. This is the Stasi. This is the secret police. This is unbelievable bullshit. This is Banana Republic 101. We've gone from crony capitalism to Banana Republic in about three years, folks. And at the head of the snake of the Banana Republic would be whom? The Biden crime family. Because if this were Eric Trump or Donald Trump Jr. or anybody else in the Trump organization having ties to Russian hookers and crack cocaine and Chinese businesses and Russian oligarchs and weird Ukrainian ties and dark money and all this other shit, right? We wouldn't be here talking about Donald Trump being the president of the United States of America, would we? Or having been the president of the United States of America. This is just that little chip in the iceberg. And if you're not ready, if you're not prepared to understand that the rest of this iceberg is about to be broken up, and that it's going to include you, because you stand in the way of the spirit of the age taking over fully, I can't help you. This is not Team GOP versus Democrats. This is not. This is the weaponization this is the spirit of the age using politics, using the levers of power for its nefarious goods. This is spiritual. This is worldview. And the sooner that you understand that you cannot play by, well, we have to be better than them rules, the sooner you understand that confronting the spirit of the age, where it stands, when it stands, how it stands, anywhere, any point in time, is the right and just thing to do, is the righteous thing to do, the sooner you understand that, the sooner this kind of shit stops. The sooner we don't fill 87,000 <clears throat> needed jobs in the IRS. The sooner... Liberty happens. Just remember, we decided that we were willing to give up liberty. We were willing to sacrifice. We were willing to do this for people who are not willing to do it for you. They would rather subjugate you for their power. And on that note, please be smart, be safe, be kind. Please send your prayers over to uh, Pat and Ashley. Um, I hope everything is going well for them. I know that I've been on my knees uh, praying for them and, and giving them my thoughts. Um, hopefully they recover quick, easy, and all that wonderful goodness. But as always, Matthew 547.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.